0: You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, This week, one of the big guys. This is the episode everybody's been talking about, yelling at me about, Instagram, tweeting, Facebook, knocking on my door at 2 in the morning. When's when's Superman going to be on your show? Your wish is granted. Tom Welling is on the show today. Clark Kent, he's done a lot of other stuff too. I know you love him as Clark Kent. We're going to talk about everything. I swear to God, wait till you hear what old Tommy has to say. Growing up as a nice guy in high school, how all of us on Smallville wrote a letter to the studio to get him a driver because he used to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and worked 18 hours. And then I secretly wrote a letter to the studio about myself because I was jealous and I wanted a driver too. And they didn't give me one. How about the time I yelled at him on set? And then uh, he came over and gave me a big hug. Lots of Smallville, him being on Lucifer, and uh his divorce now i can't wait let's get inside of tom welling it's my point of view you're listening to inside of you with michael rosenbaum inside of you with michael rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience I don't want you to have a back problem and have to lean the whole time. And go, yeah, the podcast was all right, but I had to lean. I'll send you the bill. Uh, we're with Thomas John Patrick. That's not Welling, my name. is it? Not no. What is it?
1: <laughs> it's Thomas Joseph Welling. I don't know where the John Patrick comes from, but
0: I like it. Is that like John John Patrick Kelly? Sure. Joseph is your middle name. Yeah. Rob, what the fuck, dude? I've known this guy for fucking 15 years, and that's why I was shocked when I saw this. That's the internet, bro.
1: I didn't give you those notes. (laughs) You're
0: fired. You're fucking fired. Again. We've known each other a long time, Tom. Yeah. Uh, First of all. 15 years? 15 years. years? And I just want to say, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to be inside of you today. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Innuendo comes to mind. Innuendo. In your window. (laughs) That's what comes to mind. Yeah, so we've been friends for a long time. I think I really feel like I'm one of the only people you actually liked on that show. Um, I was one of them. One
1: of them. One yeah, of them. I'm sure
0: you liked a couple. <laughs> you have to say you liked a couple, or then they would assume he only liked
1: Rosenbaum. I liked most of them. No.
0: Yeah. Now, <laughs> what? are there some you didn't like? Oh no, I liked them all. Everybody. Was, everybody was really everybody nice. Was good.
1: You know, as time goes on, you, you know that you know when you're in it. There's a lot of it that you know you're tired and you know, blah blah blah. You know, poor me, but. The more time that goes from that show, the more I remember it fondly. Right, you only I remember, remember the good stuff. bad times. Yeah. Well, I remember, I remember some bad times. A couple I'm, times in the rain, yelling at Marshall or whatever. But you know. oh my
0: god, you remember that? <laughs> all right, so let's let's start early. We'll get okay. there. I'm going to get inside of you really quick. All right. I just want to know about childhood. Like, you know, were, first of all, were you always a tall person?
1: No, I was. Uh, I was. Probably, I didn't start getting tall until like freshman sophomore year of high school. In middle school, I remember being like five three and dancing with girls taller than me. Really, that's fun. Yeah. When, when did you have hair in your balls? First time. <sighs> first hair. That. Do you remember the first hair
0: that went in? You're like, yeah, it's a pube. I don't think I do. I used to pray for them because I started <laughs> puberty so late. I used to, you know, when you did shirts and skins basketball. I never. If I was skins, I was like, all of a sudden I got sick. I was like nauseous. I go, I can't do it. I don't know if something happened. <laughs> Why? I don't want to take my shirt off. Why? Rosenbaum, you don't have hair under your arms. What the fuck's wrong with you? I don't know. My dad's six five. I'm four eleven. As a sophomore <laughs> in high school, you weren't like that though. I
1: don't think so. I mean, I don't remember thinking that, so I don't think so. No,
0: you weren't concerned about your pubic hair. Uh-uh. You just knew that it was there and it was coming in normally.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still hope. I'm, I'm just, I still hope it comes in. Yeah. at this point. The, well, the funny thing is I remember walking in the makeup trailer, you with your shirt off on the show, and they were like shaving your back. So you kind of just went Thank full you.
0: circle. Thank you for telling everyone I'm Harry and the <laughs> Hendersons that you worked with. It's true. It's like my legs aren't hairy and my arms aren't hairy. My chest gets a little Jack Tripper from Three's Company yep. and my back does. But you know what? When I was bald, I felt like I had to be bald all the way down. I was a method mm. ba- balder, mm. a method shaver. Right. You didn't have to worry about that. You just no. had to have good hair.
1: I, I was. Why didn't you just like fill up a bathtub of nair or something and jump in there?
0: Because probably, that's probably a better idea. Just <laughs> All soak, that time. I think if I used nair on my head, it probably would have been. I wouldn't have hair right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how that stuff works, but I remember Steve talking about it. Remember Steve? Steve, our gay wardrobe guy. <laughs> he was like Rosenbaum. You are gay, except for your dick. Everything about you is fucking gay. <laughs> he did say that, that many did. times. I love Steve. Didn't you? How many mm-hmm. times did Steve see you naked?
1: Huh. More than a handful, I'm sure.
0: I always ask him, I go, what does Tom look like naked? He's like, I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're good. What do, how do I look like naked? He's like, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as a as a young kid in New York, you're, you're of German descent. Did I get that right? I yeah. knew that. Sprechen Sie etwas Deutsch? Können Sie lesen und schreiben? You don't speak any German? No, I don't speak any you German. Ever been, you ever been to Germany? Yeah. Where? in Munich. Really? I've yeah. in been Munich. Traveled around
1: a little bit. München. 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 Ich habe
0: eine Hosen gemacht. It means I shit my pants.
1: Well, did you use that when you were in, just in Germany on tour?
0: Yes, they didn't like it. I honestly, the first song I was so nervous, I was just like, I'll be funny. But my comedy doesn't translate not only in America, but not in Germany. <laughs> so I'm up there going, Ich habe in the Hosen gemacht. And all these blank German faces. <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. So uh, I'd have been that lone guy just like <sighs> dying in the colonizer. You would have died. You always, that's what I always loved. I was like, Tom gets me. He just like, we, we made made each other laugh. Yeah. We just got along. If I was having, you always say, I always love this. It was like when you were having a bad day and you're like, "Fuck!" I just worked eighteen hours and this and that. And they're making me, you know, do this stunt. My back hurts. And then Rosenbaum comes in and he's pissed off.
1: All your worries and I just are got going happy in. all of a sudden. Like we couldn't occupy the same anger space at the same time i would look at you and you would just be laughing and i'm like what the fuck's so funny welling
0: you're like you you're fucking pissed off you just made my fucking day (laughs) that's true it's very true it is true so you grew up in new york you have brothers and sisters yeah two older Uh, sisters younger brother right and uh did you all get along happy loving family
1: yeah i didn't see much of my sisters i was i guess i was a bit of a terror kid so they stayed away from me what do you mean like i would just like when i was really small i'd bite I'd like punch and kick like it was just mean you're a dick yeah I was a dick and I'd steal their shit and like break their dolls and stuff like that and so really? I don't I don't really remember my sisters till I was like maybe 16 <laughs> really yeah. now are you close now with your family yeah. yeah you see them a couple times a year I got a brother in Hawaii and my one sister lives in New York and the other one lives in Pennsylvania were any of them actors parents, in... no oh well, my My brother did a little movie and then was like "Uh, uh-uh, I don't want to do this and how old was he then he must have been tw- 20 late 20s when he did it so, were you, yeah. you you were playing sports growing up in high school? Like, yeah. So, as a little kid, what were what were the sports? Baseball, soccer, basketball. Were you good? Mm hmm. Were you like the star? Uh, I was, yeah, when I was really young. And then, like, as I got older, everybody started, like, really, like, working at it. And I didn't. <laughs> I was just like, what do you mean practice? Let's just go play. You don't want to work? No. Who does? Who does? Yeah. So, why we're, why we're actors?
0: Yeah. We don't want to work. Mm hmm. So <laughs> what happened in high school all of a sudden? What made you go, don't worry about Rob. He takes pictures. He's, his first trade is he's, know, he's, it's he's a photographer. It's not,
1: even, it's not even for the show. Yeah.
0: It's for, he's going to jerk off to these pictures later. <laughs> so, aren't we all? So when was the first time you said uh, acting? I want to do a play. And why the hell would you do
1: that? I guess when I was a little kid, I was in plays and musicals. When I was like in middle school, stuff like that. And then as I got into high school, it wasn't, you know, I guess it wasn't cool anymore, so it got into the sports thing. And so I guess when I was young, I being up on stage and whatever, singing and doing all that stuff, I guess, made me feel pretty comfortable. Wait, wait, you can sing? And when I was a kid, I could.
0: I mean, I've heard you sing. I mean, we sing for fun. Yeah, for fun, for fun. But, so, do you remember your first musical, first time you got on stage?
1: Uh, I don't remember the first time. I do have a memory of being out there singing in Oklahoma, and the mic was in front of me, and, the, you know, I... Place was packed, you know, with uh, parents parents and and shit. Shit. And I grabbed, I put my hands on the mic, like Bono or something Like a rock star. Like a rock star. And and finished the song and, you know, we'd go for the wardrobe change. And I get, by by like my ear, I almost get picked up by the woman, by the teacher who was like directing the show. She's like, if you ever touch that microphone again,
0: I will end you. And I was so, like, I was and like a words, little kid. This is a theatrical yes. production. This is not a rock show, Mister Welling, right. Mister Thomas John <laughs> Patrick Joseph Welling the Third. Is that what happened? Yeah.
1: And I was like, man. Wait, okay. So after that, was that kind of like a turnoff too? You're like, fuck this. No, I just I didn't touch the mic anymore. Yeah, that's for sure. Even this, I'm like, Neh. they could grab the mic. It's a nice mic. But it'd be like me talking to you like this, and just like that'd be weird. Going like this the whole time. That would be really weird. <laughs> Just jerk
0: off my microphone. So okay, so you said screw, screw it. Through mm. high school, I'm going to play sports. Yeah. And did you get girls? I mean, you, you've always been a good looking guy. Were you ever not a good looking guy? You think, oh. or was it just a natural look? It's mm. I, I would look. I know it's uncomfortable to ask you that because like, oh come on, was well, I always good looking? I mean... Well, listen, I've gone through a lot of phases. I was I was uh, Alfred Hitchcock as a baby. <laughs> I was uh, uh, I was uh, what's his name from Sixteen Candles, Anthony. Michael uh, Hall. Michael. As a teenager, I, could see, I, could see I was such a nerd. I couldn't get I nailed in that. woodshop. <laughs> college, I went through this bucket head, uh, the You know the, you know the hair, the the bowl cut. I mean, I <laughs> you just, had a bowl cut in college. Yeah, I was just ugly. I had go- a goofy buck teeth, like uh, f- fucked up teeth. Somebody punched me in the face once, and my teeth were just fucking crooked. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> what did you get
1: punched for? Uh,
0: this guy, like, we were. I was playing ice hockey, and our our teams were rivals. He played for another team and my dad told his dad, he was a pig or something. And he got mad that my dad said that. So instead of like his dad defending himself, he he defended his dad, but I was five feet tall and this guy was a big kid. So we're driving home from a South Spencer basketball game. Me and Pat Lally and, uh, Well, first off, at the basketball game, I just wait. I've met Lally. Yeah, well, Lally's Tom, his brother Pat. I used to hang with because Tom was really popular, so I didn't hang out with Tom as much. But we're at a basketball game, and this kid says, "Hey, out of the way, Rosenbaum! You freaking nerd, or something." Mm -hmm. And I go, and I just said something smartass. You know me; it was my defense mechanism. At least I was sort of funny. And I was like, "Hey, look at me! I'm so and so." And I was doing like a early Farley. Hey, everybody, look at me! I'm the big guy yelling at the. And he got really upset. (laughs) And because he was already thinking about my my dad, calling his dad a pig. And uh, we're driving home from uh, South Spencer. And Pat Lally looks in the rearview mirror and says, uh, I think so-and-so. I'm not going to name his name. I think he's uh, ta- he's like right on our bumper.
1: He's fu- tailing me in his car? He's
0: tailing me. And so I go, I don't know what happened, Tom. This is a bad idea. I go, pull over. And he goes, what? Look at you. Pull over to the McDonald's. Let's get this over with. And he goes, "Fuck Rosenbaum." And I went to the McDonald's and he got out of his car with all his popular friends or whatever. and I got out of the car and he goes he goes, he goes, "You're a piece of shit." And I go, "Fuck you." And he, I go I, and he starts yelling, at me, you know your dad's a black. I, I go, dude, settle with my dad." And then I started like bad like mouthing him And, and being like making funny sense. and people are starting to laugh, <laughs> and I was making sense. and I turn around and he just comes behind me and I turn quickly and he punches me right in the face. And then I grab him and I threw him into the McDonald's door and it shattered it god! Okay. and we it, well, i didn't really throw him we both kind of went into it i didn't really you know i just like to say that i did right <laughs> anyway fast forward we, we get out of there because the guy for the manager comes out the next day at school we're at the cafeteria table and he's not at school and come to find that he's got a cast on his hand i guess the glass door broke his hand cool so apparently i win and everybody's making fun of him now and i was like oh rosenbaum did this to you 411 rosenbaum and the next day, I'm in the bathroom between classes, and there's nobody in there taking a piss, and guess who walks in? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to get the shit beat out of me. My mouth's already fat. I'm going to get beat up in the shitter. <laughs> and this guy looks at me and goes, just keep your fucking mouth shut, man. And I go, I didn't start this. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> you know, I can't. I have to have the last word.
1: But did you ever get beat up in high school? <laughs> no, I had got a fight. Um, what was his name? I I don't remember, but he was he was he was a wrestler, and I remember being, I, I was tall, but I wasn't I wasn't like big, and he was a little bit shorter, and he was on the wrestling team, and it was I don't know over some girl, and it was like I'll meet you in the parking lot, so of course I try to not go, and all my friends like no dude you gotta go oh, like you gotta man. go no go mess with the we're wrestler. here to walk you out, and it's like fuck I'm gonna get you know this isn't gonna be good, so I walk out there, and it's literally like. What's that movie where they go outside? It's like 5 o'clock. 3 o'clock high? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like literally, you know, it feels like 100 people in the parking lot. And there he is like hopping around like all jacked up and I walk out. And I was like, hey, man, listen. I put my hands up and he dives at my waist like, a, you know, a wrestler. Oh, boy. And he tries to pick me up and he can't for whatever reason. <laughs> and I'm, I, I, I reach over and I grab him by the waist and I pick him up and he lets go and I drop him and he falls right on his head and he gets knocked out. <laughs> And I was like. You didn't even want to fight him? I didn't want to fight him. So the next day we get pulled into the principal's office and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm going to get, you know, suspended or whatever. And we're sitting there and the principal's talking about it. What's going on? All of a sudden I hear. He's not crying. And I look over and he's crying. And he's, and I'm like. Dude, it's all right. I'm like, so you were the nice guy I, who I inadvertently guess. beat him up. I dropped him on his head. And You're he, such a nice guy, He was Tom. worried about it, but he told the, uh, the principal he was worried about his parents finding out and everything. And, he, well, and I was like, felt well, bad for the guy. I mean, he was upset. Oh, my god! But it's funny how after the fight, how these people, it's, I don't know if it's a, you earn the respect or just the embarrassment sort of catches up to them. But it, in similar experiences, the guys are different people afterwards. It's like, yeah, why couldn't we have had this conversation before?
0: yeah right everybody wants to fight yeah i wish it would have gone my way that one uh, that fight instead of <laughs> it sounds like out. it did though but well in we a way, took one in a way you know i people didn't get me in high school how's your mcdonald's uh, uh coffee coffee i got you some waters there if you want a water a little refreshing a Peach. banana if you want to suck on a banana over mm-hmm. there half bananas mm. yeah, i'm really professional here we, we really <laughs> do you up so so what happened uh i guess after high school you, you didn't want to be an actor, that because that kind of happened after you started, I guess, modeling. Someone saw yeah. you. You were doing construction.
1: Yeah, I graduated early from high school um, with a less than stellar, um, Me grade too. average, Me too. because I, was I just what wanted was to get out of there. I was like two four. Yeah, yeah. about that around there, just enough. I always say because I didn't try. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Add. Try. I didn't try. Add. <laughs> Std. You know everything. <laughs> Std. <laughs> yeah, isn't you that did a not. Thing? Isn't that a thing?
0: I think it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, I had crabs in college once i get rid of those pretty quickly though just shave your balls did you know what it was uh i thought you have to like you know when they have names for stuff and you're like oh you know uh they're not really crabs (laughs) i remember being like 18 and like taking one off my balls and putting it up to the light and going my god that's a crab (laughs) that is a tiny minute crab and i screamed and my friend my roommate goes what's the matter dude i go I have crabs. He's like, so what? Do you go get cream at the fucking store at Houchins? It's a grocery store. And I remember going to the grocery store and going down an aisle and I looked for like crab cream, you know, and for, and I stole it because I was too embarrassed to pay for it. Could you imagine if I got caught stealing crab cream? That would would be way more. What do you, what do you got?
1: Oh yeah. Take this man. I don't want to embarrass you anymore. Don't come back.
0: (laughs) So. All right, so where were we? So I want to I want to get into the modeling thing. You're working construction. Yeah, right? I
1: was doing construction. I went out to. Uh, were you yeah. one
0: of those guys who took your shirt off and looked hot? No no, 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 didn't do that.
1: I went over to uh, a buddy of mine I had a girlfriend in Nantucket, and so we drove out there for like, I don't know like a week and just like crash and uh, yeah, ran and this girl walked up to me on the beach and was like talking about modeling. I was like, yeah, I've heard about this. Like, you know, I've, I've other- heard about modeling. I've heard about modeling. Like, I know people who like. You know, they pay other people money so that they can model. Like, right. like I, I knew guys who would spend five thousand dollars so that they could then go model. Right. I'm like, I don't think that's the way to do it. She goes, no, 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 we pay you, and blah, blah, blah. And I went out and shot a Abercrombie and Fitch catalog with Bruce Weber, who's actually a big time. Who I didn't know anybody. How more. much did you? This is the
0: first time you had real money. Yeah. How much did you make in this commercial?
1: Um, that that was just a catalog. That was like a, like a you know Abercrombie. Yeah, yeah. They used to come out those things. It must have been. There's like or $10,000, five or like ten thousand dollars. Five or ten thousand dollars. How like, old? Out of nowhere. Guys, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars for taking pictures. And I'm like, this is this could work. This is great. It's a lot better than sweeping floors in a office in a construction building, yeah? right? And that's what you're doing, sweeping floors. Yeah. So, so now this starts. You start <laughs> booking jobs. Yeah, I wasn't really good at the whole modeling thing because I was too tall. I was too like big. Even right. As, even when I, you know, did the whole, like, get skinny thing, I was still too, you know, they went, they want like 6'1", 160 guys. And they want these skinny guys, like yeah. real skinny guys. And at that point, I was already, like, 6'3", and I was I was already too big. Did you have a girlfriend? Did you get girls in high
0: school? Girls like there you?
1: There were girls around, yeah.
0: There, do you remember one specifically, like, even, like, now when you're with your girlfriend or fiance, <laughs> no. do you ever think of her and go, man, I miss those boobs? No. You don't do that.
1: Sometimes you think about, you know, the ones maybe you didn't get or the ones, like, oh yeah i guess that you know
0: it wasn't so bad i always wanted to sleep with sarah ferguson she was hot (laughs) she was so beautiful but she wouldn't even look at me
1: do you ever did you ever like look up what she looks like now
0: uh yeah she's you know she's fine remember oh i'm 45 i'm older than you so now you can't look at people go god look what happened you gotta go (laughs) just like hey they're 45 years old they're not 18 17 you
1: know good for 45
0: yeah sure
1: She's married reach with three out? kids.
0: No, 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 I don't want to break up a marriage in Indiana. <laughs> I'm just saying her name. We don't have to get into the what what, what could happen. What town in Indiana? It was uh, Evansville, Indiana. We were ranked the most obese city in the country a <laughs> few years ago and the most depressed. But I love going back. I'm going to Google search Sarah Ferguson. Sarah Ferguson. In, uh, actually, it was Newburgh, Indiana. Uh, Don Mattingly is from Evansville. They mm. shot the Roseanne House. Jamie Carroll played baseball. Those are the, pretty much the claim to fame. And you. You what? And, and me. You. And me. And me. And I'm not even in the high school superstar list on the wall. Why not? I think, because, I don't know. You got to go back there. You know why Play I a this? concert. I did this movie I directed back in the day. I've right. talked about this before. And, and you know, it was a dirty dirty movie. It wasn't a clean movie. And some you know, things took place at the high school, and I don't think they appreciated it. And uh, they took it, I guess, I don't know. But I think that has something to do with it. You
1: shot it. it at that high school? Yeah, the
0: principal, the guy who was actually the principal at the time. And I told him he didn't have to do this, but he insisted. There's a scene where some guy's dick is shown right near his face. Like he pops up in the back of a truck. And uh, I go, you don't have to do this. You're the principal. He's like, no, no, I'm doing it. And so he did the scene. And so there's a slow motion, 120 uh, frames oh a second God. coming up his dick right behind the rear view mirror in the car, uh, truck where he's driving. He looks around, he looks behind. And he's like, oh, my God. And I guess he got some shit for it. And then he ended up quitting. He's a good friend of mine now. He didn't blame me. I mean, he actually he blamed me to the board and said, I didn't know about this. But I go, I, I get it. I would have lied, too. But he knew. So, and then people thought I was like misrepresenting the principal. I'm like, that, I wasn't even, that was just a, an actor. It wasn't, I, he wasn't representing, he wasn't like the principal. This guy was fat in the movie. Our principal was thin. I don't know. They I think they took some, you know. People like to figure out things to complain about. So, so what? what? So when did that first acting thing start? And by the way, did you, were you like one of these guys who were just going with the flow? Did you kind of think, hey, I'm cool, man. I'm modeling.
1: No, I thought this is, uh, you know, under the guise of, you know, modeling, I can move to Europe and travel around and you know travel so i would you know go to some of these castings and uh, not get them most of them and be like all right cool jump on a train and take off for the weekend and go check out some city somewhere um whether it was in you know in italy or you know, we talk about germany i live in munich for like three months and i just sort of yeah. like ran around it was fun you know what's funny is you're so fucking
0: humble i try to get shit out of you sometimes <laughs> and it's true it's like even on set or whatever you're just what i've come to find is like at first there's times like ah oh, you know This 20-year-old punk, he's coming, he's doing Smallville, and like, you know, I've been busting my ass, and now i got to play the, he's a good-looking guy, and I'm the bald freak, and, uh, you know, all these things, but you were always so humble, and you never, like, you, I read it somewhere, and I think you told me this, but you're like, I don't like interviews, I just don't, I like to do my job and go home. yeah. And I yeah. and I was like, oh come on, come on! But you have to do interviews sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to do this, but we're buddies, and you yeah. did it. Yeah. In fact, we did another thing that didn't air because it didn't get picked up by Sci-Fi. They're yeah. idiots. I don't know what.
1: The by the way, of. not only did I have fun doing that, I had fun watching it. Wasn't like, that fun? Laugh, even watching it, I would laugh. I got to somehow up.
0: air that. You were so funny, and we had so much fun and genuine laughs. Yeah, yeah. So I got to get that. That was like it was called Super Friends with Rosenbaum. Yeah. So I had to change this to Inside of You with Rosenbaum in case they wanted (laughs) assuming.
1: Well, the the other thing about interviews is you know people say yeah but you know take do the interview and it's your opportunity to tell the industry and tell people how you really feel and what you're doing and I'm like yeah but I don't I'm not interested in telling anyone like. What? I don't even like listening to what I have to think or say. They're just
0: like. <laughs> finding something that's provocative. They want to find yeah. something about you that they can make a spin. They can yeah. do a spin of like... Do
1: you remember that time we did that Rolling Stone oh interview? Oh, my God. And we caught that guy trying to record a conversation without yeah. telling us? Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, and then they wrote something about me and my balls and all this stuff. That was weird. It was weird. They aired everything.
1: Well, and so anyway, early on, you know, we get that opportunity and that happens. So then I'm like, well... You know, I tried, and then this is what people do. Like, why? Why do interviews? Yeah, this
0: is why I don't. This you is know, why I don't Rolling don't. Stone. You have to do it, Tom. Yeah. WB saying you got to do this interview, and then you're like, listen, fuckers, this is why I don't want to do all these interviews. You know, and I was like, look, I'll take his interviews. Yeah, I don't want. I don't, right. wa- don't want to just be page forty-seven of Sci Fi Weekly. That's right. I will take the cover of Entertainment Weekly. That's right. Why am I not on there? I think I was on there. They cut me out. It didn't matter. It was fine.
1: There was so much going on that early, and I had no idea what I was doing. You know, the, another thing that I realize is. There were things that happened on that show, and because I had zero experience, I just accepted for reality whether it was the hours or the locations or shooting where we were, oh, or other things. And I remember you being like, "Dude, it's not supposed to be like this," because you you had been around, you you knew a little bit yeah. what it, what things should be and when they were wrong or when you're out. I always I always refer to this, but when you're out in the freezing rain in Vancouver and there's rain towers, and you know it's clear that <laughs> the situation has not been planned. And, and you are driving
0: or all of us are driving an hour to a location at 4 30 in the morning with one eye open and you're in every scene i think they got that got to a point where like we all like yeah. signed a letter for you because yeah. we're like you you're gonna kill superman I yeah. I think I think <laughs> you're gonna kill our superman from
1: what i remember i don't know if it was you schneider or somebody but unbeknownst to me because i saw i i was just told it was already done but you guys all signed something because we weren't you know for the for the listeners we weren't allowed to have drivers for some reason and but yeah I, you know I was getting up at 4:30 driving an hour and a half working an 18-hour day then driving back sleeping 5 hours. and you guys were like well he's going to die yeah. he's going to run into a tree and the show's going to be over so you guys kind of gave up you know you waived your rights to if one had a driver but he had a driver yeah. so then I got a driver and that was that was a big difference
0: Can I tell you something hmm. I actually said uh, I'd like a driver <laughs> and different. they gave me a stipend <laughs> It was like $1,000 a week. And nice. And uh, I didn't get a driver. I kept yeah. driving, but I kept 1000 I just want to be honest with you.
1: Paid for your ticket
0: to get up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was – so you're modeling. Mm. I'm sure you told the story, but like – so you did Judging Amy. How did, how did that happen? Was that the first thing?
1: No. What well, was the first kind of like acting gig? The first thing I ever um, auditioned for was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it was in New York. And I didn't – I mean – I didn't know even how to, how do you learn lines? Like I didn't, I just, you like, didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. So I went in there and I didn't get the part, but they Fox offered me a uh, holding deal out of nowhere. and
0: Unbelievable. Well, not nowhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, you didn't get the part, but we like you. Mm-hmm. We're going to give
0: you money for a holding deal. Right. Back then they had holding deals and they give you a hundred thousand yeah. dollars to hold you for. Yeah.
1: This one, this one, I think it was 50 grand oh, 50. move out to LA oh, yeah, bro. and you know, and I was like, you know, and everybody's like, "Sign it, sign it, sign." It. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's do the math here. Let's, you know, this is this is how my brain works. So, cut that in half for taxes. Mm-hmm. I don't have a 25. car. I'm gonna have to buy a car. Sounds like your divorce. I get- cut it cut in half. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, and, Jesus Christ. We'll get into and that. And then get a place to live, buy a car. Agent, about, this, that. At the that. end of it, it's nothing. You, it's it's and they not you. enough. And they own you. Right. And that's the part that I really didn't like. Yeah. So I turned that down, but moved to LA, and then spent about six months. Auditioning and having people go, oh, you know, you know, you're just a little green. You're just a little green. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Nobody could tell me what that meant. <laughs> did you rage at all when you first moved out to L.A.? Because like, when
0: you're young, you got to rage a little.
1: No, because you have to understand. I had just spent two years living in Europe, bouncing around, quote unquote, modeling, and then in New York, like, so I you had already partied. I had already had a lot of fun, right. so it wasn't. You wanted to get down to business. Yeah. What's the next step? Yeah. And what was the next step? Well, I ended up getting judging Amy, and you, you auditioned know, for that. I did um that was kind of a funny did you story. make out with amy i did how was that she was, and she was pregnant at the time was there tongue work no i don't think so i don't remember
0: well, did you but try I, but I, <laughs> I mean a guy who didn't know what he was doing if you figure if we're kissing in a scene we're doing tongue i'm not going to go on a date and you kiss know? a girl and go mm, with no <laughs> tongue it's weird she's like what do you eat you got to put the tongue in there so did you not try to judge amy or you thought she'd judge you if you did that
1: i don't i don't remember i'd probably go back and watch it Did she have fresh breath uh she must have because i don't remember her not oh because you always remember the bad brass. yeah yeah but i went in on i went into that audition and it was me i was like i don't know 21 or 22 and all these guys in the room are like 45 and i'm like fucking agent sucks like i knew from like even the modeling world (laughs) like if you walk into a room and there's a bunch of like skinny blonde haired guys and you're like a big dark haired guy like you're getting sent to the wrong fucking place so i'm like motherfucker and blah 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 so did the audition and I got a call a week later and turns out they had been looking for an older guy. They cast the guy. He couldn't do the job. So they're going to rewrite it so that her, her character's boyfriend is 20 years younger. And so they're like, you, Uh, we want you to come in. Right. So that's how that happened. And then right at the end of that is when the Smallville thing happened. So then I was gone to Vancouver. So it all, it all did happen quick, even. So so what was the thing
0: with Smallville? It It was one of these things where you're just like, they say, Hey, there's this young Superman show. Yeah. And you weren't interested at first. No, I was like, that sounds horrible. I wasn't interested either. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be the next whatever. Right. It's going to be goofy. Because and...
1: you, you, you remember, there wasn't anything like that show. No, you, you thought it was going to be a soap opera. Yeah. WB was only making
0: soap operas. And I, we didn't want to be in a soap opera. And I thought, you know, I'm doing movies. I'm, uh, Things are happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I so what was so what was it that uh well
1: they said I, I know now that it was david nutter who had spoken to my reps at the time and be like just have him come in read the script what a talent yeah he's great i just saw him a couple weeks ago Does,
0: did you see the game of thrones episodes this guys just he's, phenomenal he's a genius and he was phenomenal with this pilot yeah he made you know uh, by the way if you guys guys don't know this if you shoot the pilot on a tv show you get like five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars for every episode that it goes on mm-hmm. so when we did 300 episodes he would just get checks what's five hundred how many episodes did Smallville do? Well I guess two what um two hundred something? Two hundred and twenty. What's two twenty times five? Rob? <laughs> the fuck? Oh, God, one fucking question. He's not even pretending to look He's not even, he's not that. even there. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> not even pretending to look. <laughs> it's, it's a million dollars. It's a million dollars. He got a million dollars for but he really started out. It was his He's the artwork. most
1: successful
0: pilot. So go ahead. So you history. met so you met with David Nutter?
1: Well, no, I didn't meet him. I went in and read the script and I was like, oh wait a minute, this isn't a young Superman running around. This is about a kid in high school right. who's trying to figure out who he is and what his thing is. So then I was like, "All right, cool. I have a couple questions." And I met with Al and Miles and yeah, had it, some it, questions it about like, just what are we doing and are we going to be flying around and is he going to put the suit on and all these things? And they were like, "No, never, never the suit. No flights. No tights." Yeah. Um, it was kind of funny how they they got us, you know, to kind of do it with these like. Alter ego characters that we played. You right. you did as well. I remember the little Zod thing or whatever. Oh
0: nice. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god, I felt so stupid wearing <laughs> that suit.
1: Neil to Zod.
0: Like you like a Hitler thing or whatever. I don't know. <laughs>
1: you came. We were out at the farm one time and oh, you fuck. came down More on farm. wires. <laughs> you guys don't understand. And you guys this. were like, and you were like. I don't know what your line was, but then you started just turn. <laughs> You're laughing your dick off, You're
0: laughing your dick
1: off. It was the most. Oh god, dude!
0: I remember like, like fuck. They had me on wires, and I had this like trench coat that was longer than me. And I'm up there, and I'm supposed to be Zod, and I don't know how it's You're it like happened. hovering, Zod and You're I'm hovering. like supposed to be this powerful man, and I just like get. I'm elevating, and then I get down on the ground, and I just go. The crew's all there, and they see me on wires, and I'm just like embarrassed, and I'm like. This is stupid. People are going to laugh. I'll never work again. Now, when the people out there, our fans and our friends and everybody see it, they're like, hey, that looked really cool. The effects were above, you know, before its time. Yeah. And it's, you know, we just fell into something that was just one of the most special. And it was before social media.
1: Yeah. I remember, remember getting Blackberries. And then, like, years oh, later, yeah, the I iPhones. Know. Like, this this was all way before way this before.
0: Stuff. And there's just the, if you even – I saw an episode not too long ago, and I saw the effects, and I'm like, they still hold up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how did they do that? This is before, and then all of the floodgates open with the Flash and and, and uh, uh, Arrow, Arrow, and and, and, yeah. and everything. And God bless them, and I hope they're all, you know, they're huge and yeah. people love them. But well, Glenn Winter went it, on to it, sort of create a lot us. of. It, it t- I mean, it totally did. Like, did. I'm not not. I even mean, it, it did. It was the we whole the first one. and people don't understand that it's it's not like, um, hey, it's a good director. You have to have a great script. A great director, you know, great writers, actors that you like. They don't even have to be great, but you have to like them. Yep. You have to be invested. All these elements have to line up for a hit show. Yeah, and they just happen. And I had done a lot of shit. I remember calling my dad up, going, you know, hey dad, I'm doing this movie. He's like, who's in it? <laughs> Uh well nobody you know it's an independent <laughs> independent that doesn't sound real that's not a movie an independent they don't call these movies independent movies they're movies what do you mean nobody nobody mean, really wanted to make yeah, it yeah my dad was a deck I love him but he's a deck fucking deck and then when I saw David Nutter brought me in to do ADR which which stands for additional dialogue recording I believe or something like that duping he goes do you want to see the beginning of the pilot and I go I guess it's gonna be another show that just sucks go ahead another rosen bomb and you're like oh, and i i walk, i walked out of the room and i called my mom and dad and i said i'm on a hit show mm-hmm. and i think people might recognize me after this mm-hmm. it's the first time i ever said it i never was like oh this is gonna be huge this right. is gonna be huge i said this is it yeah. and i never had said that before they were like really mm-hmm. so it's not an independent movie michael <laughs> no dad and fuck yourself independently and um,
1: as soon as that theme song kicks in you know, in, in the trailer, even now. I mean, not I, I haven't seen it in a while, but, you know, that song, Somebody Save Me, I'm how sure does, you... How does that song go?
0: Somebody, Somebody
1: save me. There you
0: go. I don't care how you do it, motherfucking
1: just save me.
0: God, we hated that song for so long, but it was a good song.
1: Yeah, as good as uh, that sounds, watching you do that is horrible.
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: It hilarious. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. I play upside
0: down and backwards. <laughs> I know. I don't even know the chords to that song. That was just uh, improvised, as we like, like to it. call it. So, bam, Smallville. Yeah. Everything changes. So now what happens when you – I mean, superstardom. You just went from like, hey, I'm modeling a little and living in L.A. to a 22-year-old rock star.
1: Well, we were a little isolated because I think we were up in Vancouver. That so helped. We were, that God, helped. that help, Yeah. And the workload was just like uh, – nobody can tell you – nobody – I couldn't even tell somebody how to handle something like that because they're going. No. You're working all those hours, and then they're going, "Oh, and now you have to do the press, now you have to do a photo shoot." And I was yeah. just like, "Whoa, you guys, fuck off!" Like, yeah. I got to
0: do my work here. I always say this. I say, Tom, this is these are first world problems. So yeah. this yeah. isn't like we're like. But at the same time, when you commit to a show and you're working, like you especially, and I worked a lot, you did, man. but you're working and you so, had travel too. I mean, you would fly I'd travel. Up, and I had to would, shave my head and all, yeah. that, but whatever. But the point is. 10 years of your life yeah really to that show a year. that was your family that was a show you're in Vancouver and you lost not to say I hate to say the word lost but from 22 to 32 or whatever 25 yeah. I whatever. Had,
1: I had no life to, to speak of yeah
0: those years when you could have been broke and but could have been yeah. do, living and yeah. traveling and doing whatever and those were 10 years where you made a lot of money and you just didn't have a life
1: right At and I was zero would,
0: and I wouldn't trade it no you know,
1: I would if, if I, I would do it differently, I would prioritize a little differently. To, to How would you do that? Oh, just I would try to make more of an effort, I think, to live a life or to enjoy what I was doing as yeah. opposed to sort of like getting mad at it because of, you know, the exhaustion or I mean, your right. constant state of like jet lag when you're, when you're there. Yeah. But, you know. Thank God I was surrounded, and I mean this sincerely, with you and the other cast members who were all happy to be, you know, everybody was happy to be there to do the good work. We really and, did and, get along.
0: Yeah. We did.
1: The, I, nobody didn't get along, ever.
0: Yeah. I, I I think I I probably lost my cool a couple times.
1: I think, I don't, I don't remember you. You don't remember me losing my Not cool? Not like for real losing your cool. Like I
0: remember yelling at you. Really? Yeah. I was uh, directing an episode. But, well, here's one. Oh, where. Wait i don't know and the dolly grip broke everything was fucking going crazy <laughs> and we're two hours behind and marshall's already there he's a guy producer he's like always cross his arms he had a big belly and i you know we love Mar. i love and hate marshall we got into like almost some brawls and uh you come on set and you're like Rosamond, what the fuck are you doing and i go fuck you welling fucking stanley kubrick spielberg fuck you because you already directed. and you go dude i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> and i just looked at you and you gave me a big hug but that was it that was the only time you and i ever
1: yeah but even it, then it's still you know it, it was just a foundation of love and support no matter what it know? was and it's like and look we we all know we 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 had all felt on our own that breaking point of exhaustion and you recognize you can like smell it on other people when they have it too yeah and the best thing you can do is just sort of like laugh it off laugh it off
0: just fucking you know take a norco mm-hmm. just fucking <laughs> chill out um I'm going to ask you a question. You you can say fuck off, but I don't think you will say fuck off. We don't have to talk deeply about it. But you know, you were married at a young age. Yeah. You were a young man. How old were you? Uh, You crossed your legs on this uh, one. I sense discomfort. Yeah. I sense the dark side coming. Yeah. You never talk about it. You're not an open guy. All I want to say is this. I fucking told you not to do it. Yeah. I told you not to get married. (laughs) And no offense to your ex-wife. But I said, dude, you're fucking 22, man.
1: I think you also were like, there's a lot going on right now. Just take a beat. Like if you're going to do it, you can do it next year, but just just hang, hang on, on,
0: man. Yeah. I mean, you could have like, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> he's 22. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Look, she didn't know what she was doing. She was young too. You were, yeah. and you somehow, I will say this, you fucking fought through it and you did it as long as you could. Yeah. And that says a lot. Look, yeah. 70% of marriages end in divorce or more. You know, and you, you you with working so much, yep. it probably was not easy in the relationship. No,
1: no, no. It, it was there.
0: No, you're working eighteen hours a day, and you get home, and yeah, all of a sudden, I wasn't she, around. you know, she wants to talk about something you don't want to talk about. It's not as like it's not like you just
1: yeah. You're arrested. You man. don't really have much. You don't you don't really have much more to give once you once you get home. To be honest, like it's unfortunate. Maybe that's something that I realized too. Like you got you, you got to suck it up. You got to give maybe a little more effort, but um. That's the part of if I were to do like the show or that situation again, being up there and working so much, I think I would have taken a beat to just um, experience it in a way of just more joy and appreciation rather than just yeah. like, oh, I'm so angry all the time. You know, you had to grow up so fast where yeah. I
0: still haven't grown
1: up. I don't know if I really grew up, but I grew up like professionally. I think I did. I, yeah, I think, you think there's
0: a, you've always had a good head on your shoulders, even if you play it off sometimes, you always seem like. You're just a, a good guy who wants to just not be left alone, but sort of just like, hey, I want to just hang out with my friends or my right. family or my girlfriend. And uh, do you, you guys are in contact your ex anymore? No, nothing. Zero. I'll be honest with you. She uh, she Facebook requested me. And <laughs> I, 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 I just, of course, I couldn't say yes. I mean, you know, my allegiance is with you. And I'm your <laughs> you know, you're my pal. And I'm not going to be like, hey, <laughs> hello yeah what's going on you gotta be dirt on tom like i had i you know i didn't really um but uh you know i mean it's a crazy my parents were divorced yeah. after 27 years um my mom's in her third marriage my sister's marrying for the fourth time she's like you're yeah. coming to my wedding right i'm like no i'm waiting to your eighth <laughs> i really like the number eight and
1: uh, uh but that's Indiana, Yeah, so you you've seen where, you know yeah it's just you know you got to grow up and you know i guess you try to just learn not make the same mistakes you know was it a horrible divorce Oh well, no, they're they never fun. They're never fun. Where no. you kind of like, just take whatever. I don't give a fuck. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I think there was um there's a lot of uh <laughs> one one person being rational, one person being irrational about how that all went. And at the end it ended up being rational. So at the end,
0: here's the thing. At the end, there's a there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. There always is. Because yeah. now you're dating someone. Now you're engaged. No. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're just dating. Yeah. I don't know that. I just threw that out. <laughs> that there.
1: was funny the other day when you texted me. Like well, you're engaged, right? No, but you go, <laughs> you texted me, you go. Hey buddy, um, how's it going? I want you to do my podcast. Yeah, I just broke up with the girlfriend. How's your girl? And I was like, <laughs> You go. And I go, uh, what? You broke up with your girlfriend? And now you text me about my girl? Bring it on, motherfucker. Good luck.
0: By the way, she's awesome. <laughs> she's the She's like, you know, how long, long have you been dating? A couple of years. Jessica. Mm-hmm. And her last name is Rose. Wouldn't it be easier if I dated her? <laughs> Jessica Rose and bomb. Wouldn't that be easier? Yeah. Look, I don't have a chance. Did you enjoy? Making Out with Kristen Krug. I think it's I sure as hell did.
1: I know. She was great because I think she, she understood you. She understood me. Like, she understood the show. I think she understood the characters. Mm-hmm. She was perfect in that role as, yeah. as an actress and as a person.
0: There was one co-star that you did. You were always a gentleman. You were always like, you know, you never, you were always committed to your marriage and all that back then. And I never saw you, like, go. But I remember there was one girl you were smitten with, just like you thought she was cute. I don't,
1: there I don't was remember.
0: one girl. Yeah, you do. I forgot her name. Blonde. Huh, she was huh. a guest star. I don't know, but I remember we looked at each other and we're like, "In your head, you didn't say it, but I could see like it was the Jedi. It was like we we were Jedi's. We could talk to each other, or it was it was that Rob? What's that shit call when you could talk? Tell, uh, telepathy. Telepathy. Oh, Thanks for your one right answer for the whole fucking podcast. No,
1: <laughs> but, did you figure out that equation yet? Yeah. Dude? How much money? Well, 25? he said a
0: million. He said one point one million. One point one million. Thank you. An hour later, um, but I remember going. You looked at me and you're just like, if I wasn't married, and I'm like, mm-hmm, <laughs> and I would if she was interested. We both, that's what was said without saying If she saying was interested
1: it. in me, I can just see you being like, man, I swear, if she even would. <laughs> so uh, you, you, you've done a lot of other shit. I mean, people like, I, at first it
0: was like, you know, I think when you're younger and you get on a show and you're like, I'm Lex Luthor. You're like, mm-hmm. I, I want to do other things, though. I don't, and a lot of actors be like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. There comes a time where you either like, look, I think, I embrace the shit out of, and I think you do too. Now it's one of those things. I where do it's now, like, yeah. Yeah, it took it took, it took time because it's hard playing the same role. And you're like, hey, I'd like people to see me as another, you know, some other. Way. But you have all these fans that support you and watch you and whatever you do. And to me, if somebody said, I know we've talked about this before in the show that never aired, but it was like, uh, if this was all we did,
1: yeah,
0: would it be enough? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I was a legendary character for seven years. You were for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You made some money. You had fans. People yep. enjoyed you. People like soldiers from Iraq would say we watched mm-hmm. sets of, of Smallville and it saved our lives. And mm-hmm. I didn't believe it. I was like, this is impossible. But we touched so many people that – don't you well, feel the same way?
1: Yeah, I think now that the show has been over, I think we've had time to sort of reflect to have those, reflect and have those experiences to understand that. Because when you're when you're up there shooting it, you don't get to see – That's the, all there is. You don't meet the people who are actually fans and watching the right, show. So right. you don't – you know you, to you it's just a lot of hard work yeah you know um but then you get a beat and you know maybe you go to comic-con or maybe you go and, and instead of being out in front of a bunch of um um like uh, what do you call it like interview people who are just right. trying to like find something out about you you're actually in front of your fans who just really appreciate what you're doing and that's that's when it's like oh wow this is actually cool
0: it's in a way it's like unconditional love it's like i I loved you and you gave me so much entertainment for all these years. Mm-hmm. And it's something really beautiful about that. So I'll go to conventions and people will come up and it's shocking It's joy. To me. Yeah. It's joy and it's shocked that like they – like my dad was sick and I watched – we watched this. This was our show together. Mm-hmm. And you don't think about those things when you're doing a show and you're working and mm-hmm. you're this. But there's pretty something pretty fucking cool about that. But you went on to do a lot of things. You worked with Steve Martin mm-hmm. for Cheaper by the you Dozen did, yeah. 1. Your buddy. We, and we almost worked with him at the same time yeah. i had to wear a bad wig which fucking pissed me off i looked like shit i had to wear these wigs during that seven years dude i mean i shouldn't have done anything because it's just <laughs> the, all these bad wigs i worked with west craven yeah. shitty wig they had the uh but you worked with steve martin was that that was you'd love
1: that yeah it was fun that was fun that was, was he was... nice to you did
0: you eat with yeah. him did you hang out with him yeah anything funny happened with steve martin
1: um yeah he let's see I mean, he was—he was—he, you know, he, as you know, he's, he doesn't really tell jokes. It's just sort of like the way he sees the world. It's sort of different. Right. But there was an experience. I think it was in—it was on the, yeah, the, one of the first weeks I was working on Cheap the Dozen. We were out at the the family house in the country, and I was walking down the hill back to where the trailers are by myself, and I heard a banjo playing, and I walked around. The, you know, we have all these trailers set up, and I walked around. I put, stuck my head around a corner, and I saw this horse up against the fence with his head over the fence, and it's like a weird, like, I can see It's like a camera shot. I went, like, across the body of the horse to the head, down to the banjo, to the hands playing the banjo, and I look up, and it's Steve Martin playing a banjo, and this horse's head, nose is, like, an inch from the banjo, and he's just playing, and I'm like, I just stood there. I'm like, this is the funniest, like, it's literally so funny I couldn't laugh. That's how amazing it was. And he looks over, and he finishes playing, and the horse kind of goes away, and I was like, when did you start playing the banjo? Steve, it's We're like first conversation. Around. We got we gotta shoot something here, buddy. <laughs> and he goes, he goes about. Uh, I think he said, "Well, twenty years ago, um, I figured if I started playing the banjo, uh, twenty years later I'd be good at it." And <laughs> as you know now, he tours and he's like one of the best yeah. banjo players in the world. But anyway, that was like the first conversation I had with him, so that was a good kickoff point. And you worked with uh, Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And you played a
0: football player, you played a quarterback.
1: Kevin was cool because What was the movie? Um Draft Day. Draft which was, day. I really like it. I that's a movie that yeah. like, if I see it on, I watch it. Yeah. movie. It's fun.
0: It's always nice when you like like a movie, even if it didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Like I have that movie, like sorority boys. Right? Mm-hmm. I just it's a cult. I just love it. it I, we had so much fun on yeah. set. It's just a memory. Mm-hmm. But how was Kevin Costner?
1: He was great. One of the fir- I think the first scene I had with him, I have to yell at him and get in his face and the first take. Your first day? Yeah. And so oh. I get in his face and I'm yelling at him, yelling at him, and then I just sort of like realize i'm talking like i'm working with kevin Costner like it hits me right in the middle of my line my <laughs> big paragraph and i just go blank and i was like uh and they were like cut all right let's go again and i was like fuck
0: fuck were you nervous is that what happened i all guess of a sudden? finally came you know out. that nervous yeah. feeling when you're like all of a sudden you think about something yeah it's like with with you anything very aware just, it's like when you get up to bat with the bases loaded and you're like you think you can't <laughs> think like, about it you're like oh shit the bases are you loaded. just got to be confident and yeah. do it it's like with anything when you're yeah. an actor you got to commit and like that's happened to me times mm-hmm. where i'm all of a sudden i'm like working with stallone yeah hey do it i'm like oh my god that's fucking rocky exactly. what's my life <laughs> i only have one Beth.
1: <laughs> Beth, <laughs> Beth, Beth our script supervisor i loved good. her um but so i just go blank and um i was like fuck fucking kevin comes over and he's like you're right and i'm like yeah dude he's like don't worry about it i'm like no i am gonna worry about it i want to be good i want to be good for <laughs> you and it just kind of came out and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes hey listen just remember that when I fuck up my lines, just let me off the hookers. He said something like- Something just, comforting so, and
0: sweet. And I was like, Genuine.
1: Thanks, dude. And then from there, we just, then we nailed it. But it was just cool because, you know, it's Kevin Costner.
0: It's Kevin Costner. I mean, and now what am I doing here? You know? So you've been doing stuff. You liked, like, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but you directed what, seven episodes of Smallville?
1: Yeah, seven or eight, yeah.
0: Like I directed one, episode 150, mm-hmm. which was a big one. Yeah. I mean, you and by the way, I got to say, it's like when any actor says, I'm going to direct, it's like, oh, fuck. Right. And when you directed, you were just right there. And I remember watching the episode going, he had my back. Because <laughs> you knew my strengths. You mm-hmm. knew and you wanted to make us good. Yeah. You wanted everyone to be good. And I think that's the sign of a really good director is someone who is is not – it's not about him it's like hey this is them on screen how can i make bring out the best in them
1: yeah elevate the material and you know we were we were both of us were lucky to direct on a show where we already knew the people that we were directing it helps it helps a lot it's a good like
0: uh yeah
1: i mean i don't know what your experience was like with your film that you directed and how much you knew those people but you know i
0: i didn't know them at all it can't
1: be easy to direct people that you don't have a rapport with which now i realize when you know when you do movies or other projects and the directors are like hey you know spend some time together beforehand Years ago, I was kind of like, "Why?" Because on Smallville, you'd show up and you'd meet the director and you'd work. Yeah. And then these films, of the directors would be like, "Let's go out to dinner." I'd be like, "Well, well why?" <laughs> like, I I don't have time to go to dinner. First of all, because I'm flying in from Vancouver to do this. Right. But now I realize it was to establish rapport, and you know that's something that I had to learn.
0: And then you started producing, mm-hmm. and you had a show, Hellcats, and you're you know, a producer. And last, we're
1: bringing thing. that back on a on a. Apparently, online, they've been airing it, and right. it's very popular in like, small doses, so they mm-hmm. want to redo it and test it out online, and if it goes well, we'll bring it back to put it back on air again. That's awesome. Because it it's got a, like, a little <laughs> cult following, I guess. But yeah. But back in the day, you know, it got canceled because the woman, um, I forget her name, who was running Warner Brothers, or CW, left. Lisa Lewis? No, but I saw Lisa the other day. Um, I love She her. does what Lucifer.
0: A great woman, huh? She does Lucifer. And she's, right. Uh, so... Yeah. So now, how many years have Small been over for you? What is it? Five? Seven? It's like five or seven years. Yeah. So you sort of, I don't even know. It takes time because when I left in two thousand eight or nine or whatever, I remember just like
1: yeah.
0: I grew my hair out. Mm-hmm. I called my agent. I said I want to have general meetings with everybody because I want them to see me with hair right. and see that I'm not this like evil weird guy. Mm-hmm and it's like starting over yeah and i was like started doing little comedies and this and that up to like all this stuff how did you feel when you directed did you just say i don't want to do a fucking because that's how i felt right away i'm not doing anything for a
1: while oh yeah i i literally didn't do anything for i think like six months i literally went away i just i went out east and like I, i just needed to i needed to do all the shit that i wanted to do for 10 years but didn't have time or couldn't do you know what i mean yeah um i know now that's what i was doing but yeah i just i was like i'm gone Right. So how did this whole the thing with, with Lucifer happen? Uh, well, that yeah, that's just recent. Well, this season, this television season, I had sort of reengaged about the – because for a couple of years, I just didn't want to go back to TV because yeah. I associated it with that experience of Smallville. A- was,
0: absolutely. I just uh, – 15 hours every day yeah, in Vancouver. Years. It's like,
1: hang on. And by the way, I, yeah, I just
0: did a show where I was in Vancouver mm-hmm. for two seasons. But they're like, listen, it's only three and a half months. Right. It's beautiful in the summer. We're not going to, you know, you're Mm -hmm. not there 10 and a half months. You're not shaving your head or your balls. These, you know, so that it takes you a minute to readjust.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's sort of like a, it's, it's in your blood. The reaction of like, oh, no, that's no, I don't want to feel that way again. Yeah.
0: It's it's like getting punched in the face. And network television. It's like 22 episodes. I don't want to do 22 episodes. It's great today. It's like all the cable outlets you Mm -hmm. can do. And what is Lucifer? Where is it? What is air on
1: Fox? And they're going to do 22 episodes. And I'm originally they, they wanted me in 10 and it was pretty funny because so i got the i'd been in i'd been in front of fox on a couple other projects this season that just didn't work out and so i got a call on a monday from my agent was like hey you know we've got an offer for you for the show lucifer and i was like oh i think i know that show and they're like yeah and so they sent me some episodes to watch and um the money was where it was and they you know they wanted 10 episodes and it shoots in la which was like oh like really like no way.
0: wow that's the biggest thing when you're near when you're home you can go in your your bed bed.
1: that means a ton um so they go, like, it was kind of funny. They're like, all right, so, you know, it's time to tell them yes or no. And you would work, you're going to work on Friday. And this is wow. like Wednesday.
0: And that's the biggest nerve. Like, I hate when people are like, hey, they need to know you're working tomorrow or the next day. I'm like, I need to prepare. I know. No, I can't memorize my exactly. life. I don't know what I'm going to look why like. Why didn't need...
1: you guys call me last that's week? That's so like, scary. It's a
0: scary thing. And it's fear-based. Yeah. We're both, I think it's fear-based. It's like a lot of actors will go, yep. I'm like, why? You're, you're like, <laughs> you're superhuman.
1: I'm like, fuck no, 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 no well, they've to, learned they can do it, I guess. Or, I guess, yeah. You know, I, I know that I at times spend a lot of times worrying about the wrong things. <laughs> uh, I know we all do. And during this process, it was like, let me worry about the right things here. Yeah. And that's why it came together so quickly. And when they, I, you know, called back, and I'm like, hey, listen, guys, I don't know about this ten episodes. They're like, they need you for ten. They can't do any less. I'm like, how about like fifteen? And you they want to like, do more. Go, you want to do more? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this is great. I love the so, show. So wait, you guaranteed fifteen now? Yeah. Wait a minute. They
0: came in at 10 and you said, no, I want more episodes. Yeah. I want to be on more. Yeah. That is Cause awesome. Because the show's that,
1: I mean, it's literally that good. Like, People it's fun love, to watch. This yeah. love
0: this show. They love the show. And now I'm going
1: to watch it because you're on it. And Beeman, thanks. And <laughs> Beeman had directed some of those episodes. You know, we love Beeman and he yeah. knows us. And uh, I reached out to him and he was like, Tom, I know you. You're going to love this show. You're going to love those people. They have a great time. They get their job done. There's no, you know, there's horsing around, but they're not fucking around. You know, they're getting it done. You're going to love the cast. Trisha Helford, Amy Garcia, who I know, mm-hmm. they're
0: awesome. And they already are like in love with you.
1: How <laughs> long? You haven't, you just started shooting. Yeah. Like when? Um, I, I worked yesterday and I, I've worked about four days so far over the last couple of weeks. And right? you're loving it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so much fun.
0: What kind of character is this? Are you allowed to say?
1: Um, I'm not really allowed to say. He's he, he comes in and you're, you know you're not supposed to know what it is. He's kind of a dick. Uh, right. Their season last year, all their characters sort of ended up getting along, like on the show, and I guess they realized they, we need some adversity.
0: We need some yeah. Uh, struggle. Yeah.
1: So like Lucifer and, and and the character that he's partnered up with, at the you know they're like getting along. So I come in and I just basically like you guys are all You know you guys are full of shit and get to get to work and I get to be a dick. But there's, Ooh. you'll find out that no later, wonder you took it. There's a reason. I don't want. Like I don't want to play the nice guy. Right. I don't want to play yeah. the right. You know, it's always
0: nice when you get to do that. Yeah,
1: it's a different. It's a different muscle. And it's a little more fun, and it's funny because you know one. One thing I like with this character is you know Lucifer comes in and he's like, hey, I'm Lucifer, and he kind of walks like this. <laughs> is that like, how we he He's like, oh my, he's God. English. He's English. Yeah. And, I'm Lucifer, and I'm and I'm so crazy and weird, and I know everything, and and my character's like. Yeah. Anyway, um, and just sort of like walks <laughs> you past just don't him. Give a shit. I just don't care. But oh, it's, no it's, wonder you like this guy. But it's guy. good comedy, like, right? In between the beats, him. That's great. Yeah, but that's yeah. That's a really big reason why I like this guy.
0: I like this. I like this. I like seeing you happy too. I mean, you're yeah. always a happy guy. But it's like you're, you're picking. Yeah, you're picky, and you don't do. You know, you don't work. And People are like, "Well, what is he doing? What is... I'm like because because Tom's worse. I mean, he's like, I don't want to fucking do it you know, unless it. <laughs> It yeah, does something for you.
1: Well, and it's also like I—I I can be some, some. Sometimes I'm like a light switch. I mean, they're on or off things, you know, right? And, and when I'm on them, I'm really on them, and it's like almost too far and like blinders.
0: And we get in our own way. I think. I think a lot yeah. of people do. I think we just like fuck, that's that's the yeah. thing. It's just like I don't, you know, it's fear based a lot of times. You just got to say fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. And what happens if I fail? Yeah, you know, who gives a shit?
1: And sort of you know, or not even think that
0: way. Think, what if I'm
1: great? Yeah, or just like get out of your own way or get over yourself. Or, or what if I make money? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know it's all good.
1: Um, <laughs> but that's you know that's you're a lot braver than I am in a lot of those respects, and and that's something that that you inspire me. Like even with what you're doing, like the funny thing you said about going over and playing music in Germany or the stand up. I mean that's yeah. that's well, you
0: know what? Brave. Let me tell you, don't think for a second that I get on stage every time and I'm just like natural and not <laughs> and, and and just like fearless. First, in my head, you are, because I haven't seen it. Right. The first time I get up on stage, uh, Harlan goes, hey, buddy, you know, Dumb and Dumber, something about Mary. He's like, hey, buddy, uh, open for me in Oxnard. It's 600 people, bud. And I went up there, and uh, I was driving with my two friends, and I went backstage and threw up and oh, had shit. explosive diarrhea <laughs> for a good 25 minutes. I was dehydrated. Sure, I was buddy. And I was just so... I was so nervous, and it's amazing how then adrenaline kicks in, and your adrenaline sort of helps you. And you're like, "Hey!" Mm-hmm. And then you have this—you know—you get to just trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Why do I go through all this struggle of getting nervous and throwing yeah. up and getting all these? Why does this keep happening?" Mm-hmm. And my therapist says, "Because this is your process. Mm. This is what you do." I go, "So I have to have explosive diarrhea and throw up every fucking <laughs> it's, time?" It's this
1: weird way of—do you get ang- like that? Anything like that? Well, it's—it's what—and I sort of mentioned this earlier. It's—it is your process, and what I've tried to do is. Go all right. Why do I have to get so angry and anxious and and mad to get focused? Well, it's such a waste of energy. It's such a waste of energy. It really like why why can't I just go? Why can't I? Why can't that be a better process? And I can save energy and and be a happier person. Yeah. Um. Because I think that that was part of my process. Now, as far as throwing up in diarrhea, that that hasn't happened. Yeah, but. that
0: happened also when I went to Germany with the band. Um, <laughs> i never really performed in front of a lot of people, and I was just. It's it's like unbelievable, and I just said to myself, "Hey, man, this is bucket list stuff. This is mm-hmm. like if I suck, I suck. It's I gonna th- it's
1: gonna be worse if I don't do it. Yeah, what am I gonna be eighty years yeah. ago? go?
0: Why didn't I do that? Who cares if you yeah. failed? The, the only way to really make it or do what you want to do in life is to find out if you're good at it, yeah. and if you're not, then you go in a different direction. Yeah, you know. And if um,
1: and if you fear, you know, if if not doing it, if you fear not doing it more, then that's also a process that could be motivating. So, yeah. yeah, would
0: you do? Honestly, you can answer this. Would you do anything related to Superman again if someone called and said, "Hey, we want you to be the next Superman,"
1: or there was something really cool? Well, it, would you consider it? You know, I, I, you've heard me say this before that I, you know, I never played Superman. I played Clark Kent. Yes, and then a buddy of mine said the other. Well, the last episode, you put on a suit. <laughs> exactly, well, not the whole suit, but and for years <laughs> I would kind of say that, and I don't know, maybe i had a chip on my shoulder. And not long ago, a buddy of mine, we were talking about it. And he goes, "Bro." Who cares? Who gives a shit if people call you Superman? Could be worse. And I'm like, well, I never played Superman. He goes, "Fuck you." At least they're not calling you Robin. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you that's know, a good, you know, or asshole or you know,
0: nobody. Yeah. At least they're calling you something. They're calling you something. It's I mean, better than you know. Hey, Lex Luthor, man, why don't you pick up the tab? You know how many times yeah. I've been in a bar, like, hey, there's the billionaire, yeah. man. I'm like, dude, I have a fucking <laughs> Star Wars T-shirt on, and do I look like a billionaire to no. you?
1: Uh, you know that wasn't my, me. That was a character I played. But yeah, yeah. But you
0: just gotta go. Okay, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah.
1: But you know, it's you know, I've been asked to like show up on some of the shows that you know, you know, whether it's The Arrow or The Supergirl and things like that, and that. I don't think that's necessarily for me.
0: That's what they asked me, too, and yeah. I say the same thing. It's not because of disrespect. It's like, hey, we gave you 10 years. I gave you seven. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just like Superman. Also, there's an ego to it. It's like mm-hmm. Supergirl is a show with the lead characters, and I don't want to come in and be like a secondary character. That's it, not That's not me right now. And it's. <laughs> you're almost, I mean, it sounds like a dick, but I just don't want to go, hey, Lex Luthor's going to show up for two episodes. It just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. And it's a
1: different show. Yeah, it's a totally different it's, tone. It's their,
0: what they're doing is great what we had was special and i just don't want to mess that up right. uh, you know what we did was something was something else
1: i mean um, even on smallville we had a bunch of people like they call it stunt casting where you know you bring somebody in who you know to you know to play a character but you're you're really hiring their their name recognition yeah. a lot of times and hopefully they get a role to play we had a lot of people do that on and our Dean show. Kane,
0: who i love he was great i just saw him in in london Um, but he, he came on the show and played one episode and I killed him, which was fun. Mm -hmm. And he was just got a good, you know, he was cool about it. I think it's just what you want, what you want to do, what you think you should do, what's right at the time. And, um, I always say, look, if something cool happened where, you know, I, for me, I think it's different because, you know, I shave my head. I'm different, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. But if Zack Snyder called me and said, Hey, you're the next Lex Luthor. Mm. I'd be like, fuck yeah, man. And I fucking crush it. Yeah. I really do. I love playing that character. It was hard as shit. It was, it was it fucked with my head. Yeah. I had daddy issues on the show and off the show. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was hard. But to do a movie for a, that a couple That would be a months, different
1: medium. And, yeah. It'd be
0: great. And I don't understand. I never will understand the whole movie TV thing. And, and now it's different because TV movie actors are going to TV, and right. they, you see it everywhere. Everybody's yeah. doing Netflix and HBO, and yeah. big actors are coming to do TV. Right. But I still don't understand that thing where it's like they look at a successful show like Smallville, and I'm like, why don't they ever fucking consider me for Lex Luthor? Yeah. I never understood that. I wasn't pissed. I was just like, yeah. they're idiots. That's what
1: I thought. I just thought, they're idiots. Yeah, it's funny. You know, my experience being on Smallville and then now getting into produce, you know, the development producer world, I now see that in the industry it's just two different in the industry itself not even the actors it's two different worlds i mean the movie people and the tv people the executives like they don't they don't know each other they don't talk to like they don't not like each other but there's no connection and so i think that then also is a part of for the actors there's no connection there's no you know people don't pay to see you on Smallville, but they, they have to pay to see you in a movie. So right. that's a big thing too. So yeah, you might've been successful on TV, but we don't know if people are going to pay to see you.
0: Well, I always say this, <laughs> I always make this, I remember cause I play hockey with Jerry Brookheimer. Yeah. I play in this who league. Who
1: produced, who created Lucifer.
0: Great Lucifer. Yeah. So, and I'm always like, Jerry, do you think one of your movies, just one, do I'm you think, <laughs> listen, do you think one of your movies like Pirates of the Caribbean? If I was a, Eighth pirate to the left yeah. who had five irs. Right. Do you think your movie's going to make any less because I'm in it? Right. No, nah, it might make a few more dollars. It's <laughs> not going to make any less. Right. And I always fuck with him like that. He goes, I've offered you TV shows. Not good ones, though. He has a couple of pilots that weren't great, but they didn't get picked up. But Lucifer's a great show. Yeah. And Jerry's a brilliant guy. He knows what he's doing. And he told, he's the one who told me to do stand-up early on. He's really? Like, you need to do that.
1: Um Well, I always told you, you got to do stand-up. Don't prepare anything. Just... Go on stage. That's I mean, because I don't know anything. Because I don't know anything about comedy, but I would just see you on set, just go into shit that was so hilarious. That's
0: true. And it true. seems like
1: it would come from nowhere. Now, the reality of going up on stage in front of six hundred people or whatever it is, I don't know.
0: Well, if you have 15, 20 minutes, twenty five minutes, and you're just winging it, and there's no fluidity, and, and there's, there's no, no there's no
1: one really connecting. Sometimes with
0: you. I go off. Sometimes if someone like does something, I go, "Ma'am, oh, you don't fart, ma'am. <laughs> women don't <laughs> fart." And then I'll go off on a tangent about, you know, why women don't fart. Because if they do, it would clear the fucking room because they, they eat these uh, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, taste-free shakes, and they hold it in like a nuclear furnace, right? And it's just building and building, and the second little, just the little, the slightest, clears it, right? My ex-girlfriend used to wrap her up like a burrito in a bed because when she got comfortable and she'd go to sleep, like the last sound a balloon would make. So I roll her up like this a. That's what I'm talking about. But that's what I was. So I would go <laughs> off on tangents. But it's just about experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, your charity. Talk about your charity. No flights. No tights. My chair. What do you mean? Do so you have a charity for the t-shirts you sell? For
1: oh yeah, that was Jesus. A, yeah. <laughs> they just said charity. John Patrick Welling the Eighth. Yeah, we did that to uh, uh, to benefit St. Jude's. Uh, there was a company that just said, hey, you know that we can do this, and um, and I was like, no, I don't do stuff like that. You know, I've never done. And they were like, no, but it's like for kids it's for, like think about it this way and so and that was another situation where it was like you know get over yourself yeah you know what i mean like come
0: on dude right i feel like i mean i could just talk to you for hours yeah. about the shit that yeah we, I
1: like this is I, I would i would hope this is an easy conversation i don't know what you're going to talk to like like it was it jim Courier you have come no
0: with? jim jimmy connors jimmy connors yeah i'm nervous about that one that's next like what's and, your plan? well you know you what my plan about? is to just say jimmy i just remember you when i was a kid and you were a badass, and you had great legs. And I just remember your legs were great. I'm not gay, but really great legs. And you were just a guy who didn't take any shit. And I met your daughter at a Lakers game, and we just hit it off. We were just friends. I did not sleep with her. <laughs> we were just cool. And we just started talking, and she said, my dad's Jimmy Connors. And I go, would he be on my podcast? And she's like, fuck, yeah. Yeah. You so, know. when he comes, I'm going to literally tell him that. And then be like, what's and up? And then just start talking. And I know things about him. Okay. I know. So, and I bought a racket for him to send. You know me with autographs. So oh, I, yeah. I, I have like Steve Martin, the jerk autograph. People think Dax Shepard was on. He's like, <laughs> why do you get autographs? I'm like,
1: I don't know, man, because I always think I'm never going to work with him again. And I haven't. So yeah. I was right. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't really get it. I mean, you know, if anyone's ever seen your, your, your room in there, it's pretty incredible. But, you know, when I worked. I mean, there you go. Look at that.
0: I buy toys. This is an original Superman lunchbox. Yeah.
1: I had uh the helmet that I had in that movie um draft day. Right. Uh I had I had Kevin Costner sign it. So I have that. That was pretty cool. Do you have that. any do
0: you have any toys? No. You know no. I have these toys, right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's the Clark Kent. This is uh this kind of looks like you. This has looks nothing like me. <laughs> My friend Matt once stuck this six up his ass. Not sure this one, I wouldn't have this one. Oh. Uh, but he, this one, <laughs> he wouldn't let me, yeah, that, that no, he wouldn't let me, he didn't want my head to get any bigger when I first got a big hit show. So I, there was a party at my house and I came out and everybody was laughing and Tom was in the, or my, Matt Ballard was in the middle and this oh, was shoved up his ass, just the head and, uh, he walking it around? just brought me down to earth. Yeah. He was walking around like, Hey look, I'm Michael Rosenbaum. I'm Lex Luthor with a doll in his ass. And, uh, I really appreciated that. Uh, so this looks nothing like me.
1: Um, it really doesn't. And this was us. Look at this. What is it?
0: That's that's oh, yeah. that's our first Smallville picture ever. That was. Uh, why am I wearing a leather jacket and a in front of a cornfield in 180 degree weather?
1: You know. You know. Is the the irony of these pictures is why would <laughs> why would all these characters be in the same place at the same time? I know it just looks so weird. Like why? I, why but it, the reality is it's not it's, it's just it's
0: just these are the characters, in are the small characters. but we all look like fuck you we don't we don't want to be there
1: uh you know there was <laughs> no small, one look i tell you what no one no character looks me. happy here it, this looks like no. a dramatic show no this no was an smiling. 18
0: hour day and then we're doing a photo shoot uh and why is my head so white Oh God, I had so many problems with my head. I remember, dude, remember that mask I wore, and they'd spray paint my head, and like to just so I couldn't. Lex Luthor's not supposed to have any like um, hairline. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I'm wearing this Darth Vader mask, so because she's spraying this makeup yeah. on me, An and the air purifier and, was and, in there. Yeah, and I'm sitting there, and it's five in the morning, and there's this that hot that hot guest star that we don't remember the name of, the blonde okay. th- that we telekinetically, <laughs> no, t- telekinesis, telepathically, telepathically. <laughs> tele-pathically Rob, fuck, make me smarter. Yeah, telepathically is the correct word. Thank you. Fuck. That's two right questions today. Answers. So, and she's. All, I'm looking in the mirror, miserable. I'm like, oh my god, just like I'm going to die. Some I'm going to inhale stuff. I'm going to be like those old actors who inhaled inhaled shit. Oh yeah. And I just like I also lo- yes, shit. asbestos. And I'm looking through the mirror, and I see her reflection. This beautiful young girl. Uh, legal. I don't want to sound like shit. I'm a creep. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there with my mask on. I take my mask off, and I just remember looking at her at, like five in the morning, going. I'm cuter with hair. And then back to the mask. <laughs> yeah, because you couldn't breathe that stuff. Yeah. What are you going to do? Oh. A few little questions from fans. Uh, I mean, I just said I'd ask them. Fatima, <laughs> what is the uh, at Fruit Punch 10? What is the one question you will never answer? <laughs> I don't know what the, That one. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you believe there are aliens among us, Tom? Sure. Good. Define a friend. What makes a friend in an anime?
1: Uh Support. I think uh, a friend is just somebody there who, you know, just kind of gets you and just there for you.
0: Do you believe that uh, the reason Lex Luthor became bad was because Clark lied to him the whole fucking friendship and it's his fault? Yes.
1: Awesome. I believe the same (laughs) thing. Uh, I always thought that Lex was the real hero. I mean, people just didn't understand really what he was, you know, he was just trying to help people.
0: He was. That's all he was doing. What's your Instagram?
1: Um, Is it just Tom Welling? I think it is, yeah.
0: It's very simple. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I got the little blue dot
0: thing on it. So. Are you excited about life? Yeah. Yeah? You have, you enjoy yeah. life? Yeah. How, how Your girlfriend, she's great? Yeah. It's fun. It's great. Great, <laughs> I'm sex. Having more, great sex life?
1: Yeah. I'm having yeah. more fun now, I think, with life than probably ever before. Did people yeah.
0: come up to you and say, can I get a picture? How do you
1: feel? Um, Fine. But, <clears throat> what know? if you're eating? I didn't used to, but. Yeah. No, I just, I, I think it took me a while to understand that it's not about me. First of all, it was like, why would you want your picture with me? Like, I don't get it.
0: Right, you know, I don't get it because you're but handsome now, and you're a superstar.
1: But like, but I never wanted my picture with anybody. So like, but when I realized it's not about me, it's about them and you know do you ever do this sometimes
0: i'm out with like my friends like one of my friends john heater or Dak shepherd you know friends that are you know uh and and you know i'll be with them and then we'll go and someone will recognize them and go can i get a picture and i'll hold the camera do you ever think like me when they do that to you do you think gosh hey i was somebody too (laughs) do you ever do that like why Um, why don't they want my picture
1: no i've been out with friends who've been recognized (laughs) and i've not and i'm like yes oh you like i'm like no i'm fine with
0: it i'm fine with it um is there anything you want to ask me um i have a cold by the way if you I sound like shit
1: no i mean you know, you know i'm an open book i know i mean <laughs> i'm just not that interested i do guess you ever smoke pot i have yeah do you like it yeah it's one of those things where like i'm not i don't know if i'm good at it you know kind of so i'm kind of like i'm not you know
0: you're good at smoking pot know, like it just you no know one's good at it <laughs> i mean it's like i just <laughs> gotta make sure it's the right my friend carl mcdowell i only smoke his is? weed otherwise i'll jump off a roof
1: really i so want that's to be chill saying. i gotta be yeah. chill
0: one hit just take one hit mm-hmm. you know maybe uh close. how many beers before you're drunk beers
1: 12 <laughs> i mean jesus yeah
0: you're an alcoholic how much uh, Why? why is that maybe you an
1: alcoholic
0: are, well i could probably drink four and i'm hammered oh it's just body weight though i'm smaller than you how much uh one thing we didn't touch on was like on 10 years of smallville you yeah. always had to be in great shape You always had to work out. I remember one season you came in a little fat.
1: Yeah. Because you were like, fuck off. I'm
0: not working out. And I remember the producers go, dude, you're Superman. (laughs) It's your image on TV. You got to do it. And finally, you're like, turned it around. But I can understand that. Like, I'm not going to do this. And then we just
1: somehow, I hate working out. I had like a summer of gluttony. Where I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I was like such a baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, eat gonna do everything. whatever I want. If I wanna wake up and have a beer, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna. You're a brat. I was, like, I was a fucking brat and I was just away for two months from the show. And you were tired. And I was tired. and I, that, But I was also going to the gym and working out. So I just got like thick as fuck. But then once I got back to the show and we started working and I wasn't drinking and doing all that stupid shit, right. in like three weeks, I lost like fifteen pounds or whatever it was. Yeah, you'd lose it pretty easily. Because it was like I wasn't having the intake that Would
0: you ever know. go to any conventions and sign autographs? Um, you
1: because know Because every time I
0: go there, I go to sign autographs a couple times a year I go to some conventions uh-huh. and you're the only picture I never see signed. I've never done that. So one. I bet your autograph's are worth quite a bit of money.
1: You know, I I'd be interested to know how much it would be worth. Um, in the past, I don't think I've ever been open to it. I'm, I'm starting to open up to the idea of it because if they do it the right way, look, do look right I, way. everybody
0: does it, and here's why I think conventions can be great because a lot of people will say, well, you know, you're signing autographs, you're paying money to do this, and you're charging people. Mm-hmm. Here's the reality: I, I was a nerd, like I used to go to horror movie conventions and get autographs from people, and I'd pay and it'd make my weekend, and mm-hmm. it was fun to go to a Horror Fest in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So some of these people, it's not like you're taking a trip to the Bahamas for them; it is a trip to the Bahamas. They want to go meet their 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 the people that they love, the people that and they want to get a chance to meet them and get an autograph, and it means the world to them. So it's like double. It's like we both benefit. It's like I get to go to Dublin next week, uh, you know, and they get to come out. We all get to hang out, whatever. And look, Benedict Cumberbatch, ex-Benedict Cumberbatch Mm -hmm. was just there signing autographs. Yeah, it's uh,
1: becoming, you know, when we were on the show, it was frowned upon. Right, right. It was like what people did when they couldn't work. Now, dude, everybody does it.
0: I just I think it's one of those things where you know you go for a weekend you do a Q and A people love it they eat it up you talk to your fans it's like a connection that, mm-hmm. you know it's like so all right so
1: that's a maybe that's you're open to yeah it. I mean it's, we should probably talk about because you've you've done them I've never I've got the, I've never done one. I've got a I don't woman know what it is
0: she's just awesome. Cause she doesn't take any shit mm-hmm. and she does it the right way. And she's really respected. And she so. if you ever want to if you ever want to they, I'm sure they could do something where, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch came in for like one, you know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. They came in
1: for one day, mm-hmm. he did one day. I think Val Kilmer, like everybody does it. You're right. Mm-hmm. Everybody does it. So it's, it's, you know, it's like when Instagram and all that stuff came in social media, it was like, you know,
0: nobody wanted, nobody
1: to wanted to do it. And now you have to do it. Like if yeah. you don't do it, People will get mad at you.
0: Yeah. I think, though, which if I wasn't so an actor cool. and I was just like, I'm retiring, which could be any moment, um, I probably wouldn't do social media. I think, I think it's fun because it's a connection with your fans and mm-hmm. your friends
1: and all these things, but it is uh, uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> you remind me? <laughs> just, you know what I watched the other day? One of my favorite movies of all time um, Weird Science. If you just remember? Weird me, Science. You remind me of Chet right
0: there.
1: Hey, wh- what does he say? What's the line? Dickweed. Yeah, remember the car? It's like
0: he don't even have a license, Lisa. He's an asshole. Anybody with a haircut like that's exactly. gotta be. Look
1: man. at his hair, Lisa. I mean, come on. anybody <laughs> with a haircut like that? We because they just got back from the bar
0: where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting all drunk. Oh man, that we used to do great, impressions too. I think that's what like what the the best thing about it is like you and I would just do dueling Christopher Walken. Yeah, we'd get up there and I, I'd even say my lines and then you go, Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah oh, it, was, it was great what are you doing
0: that's lana <laughs> it was
1: fun it was like <laughs> it's great
0: clock and then the director's like guys we got to get through this thing yeah but we had so much we did the Keanu reeves
1: whoa mm-hmm.
0: and every day was just like uh you know the hard days those long days it's like that's the only thing that got you through it
1: you gotta have fun i remember that one there was one time i don't i forget i think Mersey was directing and glenn was the dp and it was late and you and I just started fucking laughing. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. We were exhausted. And we just started laughing. Remember, we couldn't stop. Yeah. we. And Glenn just came in. He's like, you guys, what are you doing? And we're like, we can't stop laughing. Like, we were losing our minds, literally. Yeah. And then, like, five minutes went by, and we kind of came back. But yeah. you kind of go a little crazy.
0: You do go a little crazy. Yeah. Did you miss me when I left season seven? Honestly, yeah. don't lie. Don't no, lie. No, I did.
1: I did. Well, because it was always fun. I always had a, such a good time when you came in. Um And it was, it was just, you know, you was different and that character was very different. You know, I got to do things with your character that I didn't get to do with everybody else. Yeah. um, We complimented each other. Yeah. And like, you know, you're a fantastic actor and I learned a lot from you because I had, one, I had to, because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Well, you were 22, dude. But I would see you do things. I'd be like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Like. I saw what he did with that line and stuff like that. Too. Or do
0: whatever the hell you want. Yeah, it's like I saw that as you as the series went on, as you started to just do what the fuck you wanted, yeah. and you didn't care about like direction. Someone said that. uh, yeah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> and then you, you, but you were, you constructively, were like, but constructively, constructively, yeah. and you would just all of a sudden I saw you grow. Mm-hmm. You just grew. You just was like, wow, now he's directing. Now he's you just became. It's all you know. You you committed. Yeah, to it, which was awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a Rob. Do you have anything to last? He, oh, by the way, he never seen this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch Smallville. <laughs> well, you could. Sorry. Wow, you're like
1: the producer really?
0: engineer of Inside of You with
1: Michael Rosenbaum. You don't even know what the fuck I do. <laughs> do, do, do I think it's helpful though. Do you ever see the episode? on entourage where they go to look at this house, and the realtor, as Vince walks in, the realtor goes, "Yeah, and I just sold a house down the street to uh, that actor from Smallville." And really, and Vince goes, "Cool. Where's Smallville?" <laughs> Actor from Smallville. <laughs> That's great. I just, somebody just showed me that the other day. That's I great. Funny. I like that. Anyway,
0: well, look, uh, man, this has been a fucking. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. I could talk to you forever. I yeah. mean, this is just effortless. I didn't. I didn't need any notes. I loved. I love seeing you. I hope you and your lady will invite me to go do things. You invited yeah. me to your, the Houdini House that for your birthday. Fun. She surprised I'm, you. Yeah. uh Look, Tom is a super guy. We've been buddies for a long time. Yeah. Check him out on Instagram. I don't know what else to say other than thank you for allowing me to be inside you today. And <laughs> I
1: appreciate it. it, was, you, it you appreciated really, me it inside really, you? I really appreciate you inside of me. It just felt like home. Didn't it?